content warning. Not all shows will be suitable for all listeners. Discretion is advised. In a world overwhelmed with remakes and franchises, one network dares to be different. Join Pokémakers as they dare to create the most ambitious feature the podcast world has ever seen. Coming this fall, the Pocket Podcast Network presents Corruption in the Caves. Welcome to the world of Pokémakers. I'm Professor Fierce. And I'm Professor Fierce. But if that's too confusing, you can call us... JD. And Alex. For some people, Pokémon are pets. Others use them for battles. We're here to create all new Pokémon. And a world for them to inhabit. Welcome to the Pocket Podcast Network Summer Blockbuster. We're part one. We're here to kick things off. We're very excited for this very special event. This is a multi-show network event where each show creates part of a story. It's a whole collaborative project, by the end of which we'll have a blockbuster movie. Woo! <laughs> so we're starting things off. We're going to be creating some kind of creature that is the focal point of the movie moving forward. So the way this event is going to work is each show is going to contribute a little bit towards making a movie by the end of the project. We're up first and we get to set the tone for everything that's going to follow, which is fun and exciting for us. For anyone who's new to Pokemakers, typically we work towards making Pokemon games. During our first season, we created Pokemon North South, set in the Olsea region, based on the Pacific Northwest of America and the West Coast. And currently in Season 2, we're making a Pokemon game based in Italy, or our version, Frenchia. Pokemon Marble and Bronze. And in each episode, we make different parts of those games, as well as in every episode, making at least one new Fakemon, a Pokemon that's, well, it's fake, it's real to us. <laughs> Today, we're going to be turning our monster-making skills to making a classic movie monster to set the stage for other shows to write and plan out this movie, to play it in the form of role-playing, and to tell you the story of the movie that is to come. But it all starts here with Who's That Pokemon? So typically, we have more restraints that we're working in. But right now, (laughs) those restraints come off. We get to throw off our weighted vests right now. (laughs) We just get to go buck wild and make whatever we want. This is some kind of monster movie. That part we know. We're here to make a monster. Yeah. Preferably pocket-sized. And we know that's going to lead up to shows like Green Mountain Mysteries and The Tia and Rio Show, which typically deal with very spooky content and material Mm -hmm. playing with this creature. So it has to be intimidating. It has to be some kind of spooky horror monster thing. Yeah, we're not making a snom no. today. <laughs> we're not making Pikachu. <laughs> we're not making Pikachu. We're S- making something closer snom to... Snom might be too deep a cut for some of our listeners, like <laughs> oh, Britty. No. Oh, that's fair. <laughs> Google snom, you'll oh, understand. Snom's great, but you've heard of Pikachu. <laughs> And that's not what we're making. Although a horror movie where the monster is Pikachu could also be fun. What's the scariest Pokemon? Depends how you define scary, really. Like, there's the classic gigantic monster thing that's going to eat you, but I think too many people are desensitized to that, so it's probably something more eldritch and psychological horror. Like Mimikyu. Maybe. (laughs) Drifloon. 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 Everyone's creeped out by Drifloon. I love Drifloon. Your average random ghost type Pokemon. Yamask. Yeah. It's stairs into the face of a golden mask that it holds that bears the face it once wore as a human. This 
good stuff. Yeah. I don't know how much of that is good for a movie, necessarily. That's like a, a mummy-style <laughs> movie, is what Yad Mask is. That is the signature ability of its evolved form, Cofagrigus. So, classic movie monster, but because it's Pokemakers, we don't want to just make generic random monster. Anyone could do that. Mm-hmm. We want to fit it into some kind of world. A new world that we'll make later. So we get to make the Pokemon and then build the world around it, which is cool and fun. Yeah. My gut instinct on something we could draw on here creatively mm-hmm. would be cryptids. Mm. But that poses a problem for us because we just made a season based around the Pacific Northwest and the West Coast of America. And we utilized a lot of cryptids. Yeah, cryptids were a whole thing there. We had our Bigfoot. We had our Mothman. Yeah. We had a... Ogopogo. Yeah. <laughs> we touched on some of the major ones. Yeah. We want to make something that's going to be distinct to stand out, but also that we haven't done before and probably that we're not going to want to do something quite like again in the mm. future. So probably not trying to draw in anything from Italian or Roman folklore here either. Or we could just take cryptid vibes. Yeah, just the just... premise and concepts of cryptids and, and build something yeah, new. Yeah, just pick a spooky animal. Yeah, creepy animals that aren't already used by cryptids like, say, Bigfoot yeah. being yeah. very bear and gorilla-like. Yeah, what's a spooky So animal? what's the creepiest, grossest, most monstrous animal we can think of that's also kind of a little outside the box? Spider crabs. <laughs> Spider crabs. That's what you go for. They're horrifying! I mean, you're not wrong. You're not <laughs> wrong. Spiders, obviously, monster movie staple and classic. Yeah, they've been done, though. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. I don't know of any horror movies about crabs. <laughs> Spider crab or otherwise. Crabs give me the creeps. <laughs> the creepy crab. The creepy crabbies. The creepy crab. Is that the rebranding of SpongeBob's restaurant at Halloween? Yeah. Come on down to the creepy crab. <laughs> Our prices will terrify you. <laughs> so I'm making the crusty crab. I'm making a crusty crab. <laughs> Is this the first thing I've spit out? Are we good with that? Sure, yeah. You're right in that it's horrific. And it doesn't have to be just a spider crab that we draw. We can draw on all kinds of crabs here. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Multi-crab. Something that also came to mind for yeah. me, for horror fans out there, the Junji Ito book, Geo, is about sea creatures that start crawling out of the ocean on these creepy, spindly spider crab legs. Of course. Horrifying. Mm. Incredible. So when I said I don't know any horror stories involving crabs, <laughs> Alex not- was ready to go with one. They're not crabs, though. They're sentient robot things. It's a whole It's a whole thing. Anyway, I want this crab to be voiced by Clancy Brown. Is that the voice of Mr. Krabs? It sure is. <laughs> and also Lex Luthor. Ooh, yeah. that's fun. I wasn't imagining this thing talking at all. But... Oh, no, me neither. But now we've started talking about Krusty Krab. <laughs> Imagine in the dark of the night, deep from the foggy shore, somewhere in the darkness. Where's me money, SpongeBob? <laughs> Horrifying. <laughs> Crab. Crabs, various crabs. Crabs are scary. Crabs are, there's a, there's a lot of crabs. There are a lot of crabs. There's ghost crabs. Ghost crabs. We're making a monster. Should we make this a ghost type? Because we're still making a Pokemon. Right, So right, should this, right. should our monstrous ghost crab creature crab? be a ghost type? I like that. Mm-hmm. What, like ghost water? Maybe. Maybe it's water, but like a lot of sea creature Pokemon don't have to be water. So it's maybe true. it's water, maybe not. Yeah. We don't have to settle on anything right now, but ghost is definitely fun. Water is there, but it's also kind of obvious. Yeah, yeah. I should mention, Pokemon has technically touched on spider crabs before. Oh, yeah. In the form of Gigantamax Kingler. Oh, 
oh yeah, which is horrifying. Yeah, you only see it when it gigantamaxes, as in when it becomes many stories tall. So basically that's what we're making here anyway. But I like giant crab, but it's ghost crab. Yeah, we've got other elements to draw on. It probably doesn't have a beard made of bubbles like Gigantamax Tingler either. Probably not. Yeah. But it does have a lot of real spooky legs. Oh, uh, do I need to look at pictures of crabs now so I can like think I'm about so different I'm so sorry I've things? done this to you. What else do we know about crabs generally? Everything becomes crab. <laughs> Most of the images I'm seeing are actually crab prepared as food. Yeah. Which is kind of interesting. I googled ghost crabs specifically. They got cute little eyes. <laughs> Delightful. Well, here we go. A poster with types of crab. Horseshoe crab. Oh. Hermit crab. King crab. Ghost crab. Coconut crab. Mangrove crab. Fiddler crab. That's the one with one giant claw. Mud crab. Red clawed crab. Spider crab. Brown brackets. Edible crab. <laughs> Southern European crab. Horse hair crab, which is very bulky. Florida stone crab. Dungeness crab. Flower crab. Blue crab. And snow crab, which is also kind of similar to spider crab. Yeah. I'm thinking like tall, spooky. Oh, yeah. Not well, like close to the ground. Yeah. I'm thinking for the sake of this being a Pokemon, this would be big, but not monstrous sized. But then yeah. like the Pokemon anime did plenty of times where there was just abnormally large versions of a particular Pokemon. Absolutely. So that's what's going to be going on with these monster movies. Because it's going to be giant, right? Yeah. We're talking King Kong sized crab here. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. It comes up out of the ocean and just pinches buildings in half. Yeah. Although, well, maybe. I'm going to say probably, actually. That's what feels right to me. But maybe some of the other podcasts are actually going to realize that there are other ways to utilize this that makes more sense for them. Sure. Although, although, this is more thinking about other shows than necessarily us. But one giant monstrous crab that rules an army of crabs. Oh. And many other crabs come and attack as well. And It's the king crab. <laughs> <laughs> And it has an army. (laughs) A crustacean army. Yeah, and it sends out its little minions. So then you get minion fights rather than just one big boss fight. That, to me, makes all the more reason why we would want to draw on lots of different crabs than just one kind of crab. But yeah, Pokemon has done other crabs before as well. The coconut crab in Crabominable and Crabrawler. I guess Krabby and Kingler are kind of drawing on the Fiddler crab because they've got the one giant claw thing, Kingler especially. But loosely, something bulky like the horse egg crab. Bulky, but also giant legs. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. I mean, you know, kind of like, say, a king crab. Yeah. King crabs yeah. are also scary looking. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. A lot of crabs tend to be more orange, and that is a very blood red. A very red crab. And blood red is good for a horror monster. Yeah. So I think our Pokemon should also be a very deep red. I'm looking at pictures of king crabs now, and man, they give me the creeps. <laughs> Pokemon has also technically done hermit crabs. Paris? No, that's not the hermit crab Pokemon. Why am I blanking on this? Because it doesn't look like a crab. There is one Pokemon that has the classification in the Pokedex of the hermit crab Pokemon. Oh, is it? Mm, yep. It's Slowbro. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that looks more like a hippo with something biting its tail. It is an otter. It's sure. very non... But like, we can play with that by having this crab be able to... Maybe it can like curl up, almost like a hedgehog curl up into a ball. Oh. But like, it's got some kind of protective shell besides its exoskeleton. Oh. Oh, dang. <laughs> I like the big long legs that pop out and then can roll into a ball. Mm. Oh, what if it can extend its legs? Oh. Oh, and like just sneak them towards you like a tendril. Like the, oh. the bitten Jojo where he shoots his fingers out. <laughs> <laughs> That's 
also thinking about like those toy lightsabers. Like, oh the, yeah. Like sections. <laughs> sure. Because the way that their arms are. Yeah. The little sections. Because then it's more skeletal. When I first said that, I was just thinking they are essentially stretching or just growing, more like a tentacle. But that makes more sense. Yeah, I think more of almost robotic kind of. Yeah. Oh, and that then also makes sense for why when they're pulled back in, they'd be thicker like that horsehair crab. Yeah. Uh, we're making something terrible here. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. What does its face look like? Oh, it's gross. Yeah. Okay, what does a crab eye look like? What do crab eyes look like generally? Crab Sometimes eyes. they're cute. A lot of them are just black. Orbs of misery and death. King crabs specifically have tiny little eyes. King crabs actually have what crabby and king's eyes look like. Ghost crabs. The eyes, though, are interesting. Very rocky looking. Kind of stick out. Kind of pearlescent. Mm. So what if, like, the eyes are very... Pearlescent. What if they're just rocks that are blended colors and patterns so like that? We're creating something that's not particularly organic. Kind of inorganic, sure, yeah. Yeah. Maybe this could be a rock type. Yeah, ghost rock. Could be. Black-scented pearls. Yeah. Ooh, black pearls. I could see black pearl eyes. Pearlescent, but shiny and dark. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Very creepy. Kind of robotic. I could see it being ghost steel as well. Interesting. So this monstrous crab thing that can extend its claws, black pearl eyes, and now I'm thinking, like, if this it can move these body parts around like this and these eyes are like this. I'm also thinking, what if it can move its eyes around its body? What? Where it can move its legs because they can be long like that. What if its eyes can roll along the claw to come up to the end of each oh, leg? Oh, like so the eyes aren't around. like necessarily connected to the little stock thing. Yeah, They're they have little they, balls that yeah. are like magneted to the body. Yeah, the, and, the, oh. the, they, they sit there and rest there naturally, but they can move around to be able to see all oh, over. Oh, that's some <laughs> horror movie. Right? <laughs> Because yeah. then you have a moment of like someone hiding in a location in this horror movie and then just this crab leg rockets into the room because it's fast. It's not yeah. It's not like it's creeping it. It just shoots out and then you think, okay, it's just the leg. And then the eye appears on the end of it and stares directly into your soul. Uh, and then the roof is ripped off your building. Uh, you're in. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Horrifying. <laughs> Horrifying. Yeah. It can just move its body parts around in an alien-like fashion. Okay. I like alien. Yeah. Eldritch. Yeah. Because now we're bringing in some of those Cthulhu-like concepts. Yeah. What if Cthulhu were a crab? Carsonization, baby. Carsonization of Cthulhu? One day Cthulhu <laughs> will evolve into a crab. That's the best thing I've ever heard. <laughs> How many legs does it have? Does uh, it have the normal crab number of legs? What's the normal crab number? Ten legs, but two of them are typically the claws. The decapoda, or decapods, literally ten-footed, are an order of crustaceans within the class Malocostraca. We're working with ten legs as the default for crab. Yeah. I'm not sure if any Pokemon crab necessarily actually has that. No, we've talked about this before when talking about insect Pokemon. Spiders a lot. Spiders well. specifically, many of which the actual creature they're based on have more legs than the Pokemon version because Pokemon art tends to be a little bit more simplified. Yeah. There's no such thing as a true crab Pokemon. No. So this is the so, first. Yeah, so I'm going to go back and say that Slowbro is the most crab-like Pokemon. <laughs> Yeah, so this, we're going to make it have actually 10. Yeah, actually 10 legs. But because they're so chunky and big, it will be fairly simplified. That said, it can have different kinds of legs at different times. It can change how it's using them. Oh, oh. Swiss Army crab. Yeah. Do we have any more we need to say about this crab design? Is there anything else that's like specific to it? It's very... It's, it's bright red. Yeah, bright red. Its shell is particularly like... It's in parts. Yeah. Because of the way it can shift itself and move around. Which yeah. will give it increased mobility as well. Yeah. 
What did we decide on type? We haven't settled on type okay. yet. I think I do like keeping the ghost type because that feels particularly mysterious and creepy. Mm, yeah, yeah. It could be a single type. I could also see steel or rock. Yeah, to both sort of those get could in work. some of those inorganic design elements. And it could still keep water. Could also be water. I think you're right in saying that water's kind of the boring option. Yeah. Ghost water as the combo feels more fun, but That's true. water in general, yeah. Yeah. Whereas I love a non-existent ghost rock, <laughs> personally. We and many other fake one creators have done that previously, but yeah, ghost rock could work. <laughs> if you want to go with ghost rock for this armor. Yeah. The way that I'm picturing it, it's not smooth. It's very like... Oh yeah, it's very crusty. Craggy and pointy. crustacean like, yeah. rock-like. Layers of this shell. Some of its layers can even be inorganic, like the typical hermit crab. Yeah. So, other podcasts are presumably going to be treating this creature like it's just a general creature, not a Pokemon. Mm -hmm. But they can take into the fact that we're saying it's made of rock and is a ghost. Yeah. Was this thing created? Was this thing born? Where did this thing come from? Is this thing older than the Earth? Is this the ghost of every crab that's been overfished since humanity started trawling the waters? Da -da -da. <laughs> Let's give it abilities. It's definitely got to have uh, armor, thick skin. Shell something. armor is the... That's the one. Shell armor is... I think possibly every crab Pokemon has that. <laughs> including should. Mega Slowbro has it. <laughs> There's also the ability Tough Claws. Powering up moves that make direct contact. Is this a legendary Pokemon? I don't know. I think it probably is, right? Probably. In whatever realm it's from, it's some kind of legendary crab Pokemon. The way you said that made me think, like, is this a Ultra Beast? Could be. It's got that kind of vibe. It's pretty alien. Beast boost? If we want to suggest the whole Ultra Beast thing. And again, because this is not a normal Pokemon, yeah, yeah let's give it Beast Boost. We can do whatever we want Just, with this it, one. Again, it's conveying a thing. Beast Boost is the signature ability of the Ultra Beasts, mm. which for the uninitiated are alien-like Pokemon from another reality that don't make sense within our realm and our laws of physics. Which this very much fits the archetype yeah. of. Yeah, it's got Tough Claws or Shell Armor as its main abilities. Mm -hmm. But Beast Boost has its hidden ability to let you know that something's not quite right here. Imply that this is not of this world. Let's name this monster. We gotta name this thing. So, so this is a big crab. Even as a normal Pokemon, it's big. It's a big crab. So I'm thinking about words that convey the size. Another word that leapt out at me was chitin. Like oh. the kind of, like what their shells yeah, are made of. Yeah, yeah, but right? also titan. Titan and titan playing with those somehow. Are there other words derived from titan? Yeah, like some variant of that word where if you change a letter, it merges the two. In Greek mythology, the Titans were the pre-Olympian gods, 12 children of the primordial parents. Primordial. Uranus primordial crab. Titanic. Titanic? That's but, great. The, like the ocean? You could be like, yeah, this legendary creature sunk. Yeah, it's got it's, it's got a change to be an an. So yeah, Titanic. That is a monster name. That's it. That's the one. It's Titanic, Lord of all crabs and crustaceans alike. <laughs> the kingest king crab. Okay, we have made our monster Titanic, Lord of the ocean, king of the crabs, emperor of the abyss. Ooh. But we don't just make Pokemon here on Pokemon, we make a world for them to inhabit. Mm -hmm. So we're going to make some kind of location that the rest of our network get to set their movie in. So we're going to take this over to the town map. Now 
we're going to make a location to set this movie in somewhere that Titanic will attack and that some folks will fight back against. What immediately comes to mind? Yeah. Horror movie tropes. This is a creature that crawls out of the ocean. Yep. King crabs are often in northern oceans. I know they're very sure. common in like okay. Alaska, Canada, etc. Okay. I'm thinking like an island. Off yeah. The coast. Oh yeah. Oh, they're trapped. <laughs> they're trapped. They're surrounded. Crabs coming from all sides. Exactly. That's very horror movie. Like you're trapped in a location. There's some reason you can't get out. You have to survive until dawn and the fairy can come get you or whatever, you know? So on Crabs some like on all and sides. also and also it's fairly far north. Yeah. So it's a cold and inhospitable environment to begin with. Oh, and if there's snow, that's just a natural way for it to hide as well. Yeah. If it's if it's well no, because it's bright red. It is but bright red. We made it very specifically bright red. There are some crabs that are white and pale, but this is explicitly bright red. But Although like some of its minions are little snow crabs. Yeah, okay, yeah, there you go. Earlier in the movie, it sends its minions out ahead of time. Yeah. And then they're the ones hiding in the snow. Yeah. Oh, you just start this movie out and people are just like, huh, there's more crabs around than usual. <laughs> yeah. So, like one or two characters just make a note of that and think it's very odd. Yeah, unusual for this time of year. I know we're yeah. literally up here crab fishing. Yeah. But... Many characters just don't even bother. They just write it off. Yeah. You get like maybe one character who's like, ew, crabs. <laughs> Is this a group of people that are up crab fishing? Are they just camping? I think that is for... That's for someone else. That's, that's for everyone else's side. Yeah, We're not yeah. making the player characters or yeah. the, the main characters of this movie. Sure. So for whatever reason, there's a group of people here on this island. Yeah. I mean, it could just be this is where they live or whatever's going on. True. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, there's got to be at least a small fishing community here. Yeah. Kind of. You know, the only way to get back to the mainland is like a ferry. And yeah. there's like a winter storm or something that stopped the ferry from running. <laughs> and they're trapped on the island until it clears up. Yeah. Is there any particular island? Island or location we're thinking of here. So you mentioned Canada, and I like that. Let's make this very Canadian. <laughs> let's make everyone else in the network do their best Canadian accents. Tom, let's hear your Canadian. You're a voice actor. You could do Canadian, I'm sure. <laughs> Prince Edward Island is one of the first islands that comes up. I have no idea if that's appropriate. That's a pretty big island. Like, how big of an island are we are we thinking? It's a good here? point. Canada's got loads of islands and yeah. various sizes. You could go. Uh, Vancouver Island is coming up when I search crab fishing in Canada Islands. You want to go? west coast it is the best coast it is but i imagine there would be fairly larger islands with like larger populations but then like smaller islands off the coasts of those with maybe a couple houses and are we thinking a very small island with you know a dozen or so people that live there or are we thinking a small town are we thinking a city a small town i okay. think yeah like they've got a grocery store oh yeah 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 like, yeah post like it is self-sufficient yeah but you could walk across from one side of this island to the other in a few hours, okay. say. Okay, yeah, yeah, perfect. It's not like there's literally nowhere to hide if you're trying to hide from a thing, but yeah. when the island is getting swarmed by crabs, mm -hmm. that's when it's... Yeah. Did you want to pick one specifically, or can we just, like, sort of fictionalize one? Something in the area of Vancouver Island, off the coast of what would be Vancouver yeah, Island. Yeah, yeah, a small so island off the coast. pretty much within the realms of Olsea somehow again. Oops. <laughs> we may have accidentally made some Olsea DLC here. <laughs> I googled... Vancouver Island crab. Uh-huh. Types of crab on Vancouver Island. There's a bunch of crabs. You can catch... There's a lot of crabs in Vancouver, so that's yep. a great place to put this. Mm-hmm. So, fictional island off the coast of Vancouver. So what do we name this fictional island? Crab Island. <laughs> <laughs> We could do something crab-linked, but more subtle than that, oh, perhaps. Okay. 
Oh no, I just realised as well. We're basing this in the vicinity of Victoria, and our whole naming theme in Altsia was naming locations after significant figures from the world of Pokemon uh-huh. in the same vein as that. So maybe we do need to name it after a Pokemon character. Oh, okay. But it can be a more minor one. Like, it's it doesn't have to It be... can be more specific, yeah. Who's a Pokemon fisherman? Yeah, I like a fisherman. Or we name it after the rods. The old rod, the good rod, the super rod. Old Rod Island. Rod sounds like a name. Yeah, you know, I hate that that is a plausible name for a place, <laughs> is the thing. I would not be shocked. Like, oh yeah, we're going up to Old Rod Island. Then you get to do the whole, like, it's a sleepy town full of a lot of older people, but then, like, yeah. some of the main characters are some young teenagers probably visiting their grandparents or something. Yeah. And they hate it here because there's nothing interesting to do. There's nothing just crab do. fishing. There's just crabs. Then you would have cheesy setup bits early on where, like, the grandparents are teaching them, like, you know, someday it may come in handy for you to know how to break open a crab shell <laughs> kind of thing. They're like, ah, oh, we're having crab again? Crab chowder again? Like, ah, oh, help me come break open these crabs for dinner. Grandma, not again. <laughs> I know it's like rich people food, but like, I don't like crab that much. And we've had it like five times since we got here three days ago. <laughs> you only have crab. I know it's what you do here, but like, please. I get it. It's your thing. <laughs> I want a vegetable. <laughs> I think I kind of like Old Rod Island because there's plausible deniability for the link to Balsia there as well. Yeah. That's where your movie's being set, guys. <laughs> Welcome to Old Rod Island. <laughs> the crab capital of Vancouver. <laughs> Titanic and its army of crabs, which in Pokemon terms could be various other crab Pokemon. In yeah, the, yeah. In reality, it can be all of your other horrifying crabs. In reality, are attacking crabs. Old Rod Island. Do we have anyone want to say about Old Rod Island? We don't want to get too specific. Yeah, yeah, to yeah. Be able to build their own stuff. Exactly. Which means we also don't want to go too far into characters. But I think we'd like to contribute one character here. Okay. One character to Old Rod Island to this story, mm-hmm. and for that, we're going to check out the Fate Checker. We've talked a bit about some character archetypes so far. These teenagers visiting grandparents and the grandparents themselves and the yeah, tourists or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Those are suggestions and ideas. Uh-huh. They don't have to be utilised whatsoever, but this character is someone who lives on Old Crab Island and maybe they're not even part of the story in the end, but like we're making an actual character who is on the island. Mm-hmm. If they're not involved in your story, they're elsewhere as part of this movie, helping other random people that are just <laughs> off screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or you can use this character as well. What kind of character do you want to make, Alex? So we've got our suggested protagonist and their family and yeah, stuff. Yeah, we've got like some vague kind of thing. premises. You know we don't have mm. an ominous old person <laughs> who sits on the shore and gives cryptic clues that seems like they might know what's going on. Yeah, I mean, I know you. So I know exactly what kind of movie and what kind of characters you're thinking about here. You're thinking about Jaws. I love the guy in Jaws. Oh, I can't remember his name. I love the what's-his-face. <laughs> I'm gonna look it up and I'm gonna know. I'm gonna be like, oh, that guy. Yeah. His name is Quint. I knew his name was Quint because because uh, Quint from Jaws is this old fisherman guy who's seen it all. He's the only one that takes that threat seriously. Yeah. So he would appear early on in this movie and give some ominous warning. Like, when someone notices, oh, there's a lot of crabs. He'll be like, it's coming. I'm warning you. Oh, because again, separate from Jaws, tying that into the more Cthulhu side of this. Yeah. They've got that prophetic nature. They've seen yeah. what's coming. They've had dreams about this. Yeah. About Titanic. Yeah. 
Like, that trying to won't be, oh, it's coming. And everyone's just like, oh, that's just, you know, crazy old so-and-so. Yeah. Doesn't know what they're talking about. Yeah. It's going senile. But really, they're the only one that's clued in. Yeah. They've heard stories. My great, 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 great grandpappy fought against this thing once. Armed only with a, with a single spear in his gumption. (laughs) He came back with that spear, but he'd lost both his arms and legs. (laughs) And everyone's just like, this is nothing. You're saying nothing. He killed the crab. He walked back on the crab's claws. But it's all true. But the thing about crabs is they can grow them claws back. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like nonsense. It sounds like nonsense, but turns out there is truth to it. Yeah, yeah. And when push comes to shove, they're the only person they can turn to for help. Yeah. You seem like you know that this has happened before. What did they do before? What is this thing's weakness? But by this point, they're like, oh, now you want my help, Uh huh? Huh? Yeah, They're yeah. very grizzled, gruff, and... Grizzled is a great word. Cantankerous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm thinking about this kind of character, and I'm thinking about the character in Jaws, and fisherman characters in general. Yeah. But also, I want to make it fresh. Okay. One simple way to make it fresh. Let's make this character a woman. Oh, yeah. Let's have this be a big, buff, burly fisherwoman. <laughs> Super ri- A build like Luisa from Encanto. Okay. So broad. Broad like you can't believe. Like, yeah. muscular. She's, She's been pulling oh, up yeah, those yeah, yeah. crab nets her mm-hmm. whole life. She yeah. grew up on this island. Yeah, she's caught her first crab at the age of four. Yeah. She is... And now she's 74. <laughs> she's still going. Oh, yeah. I've been training 70 years for this. I know crab like the back of my hand. What's that? It looks down at the back of the hand. There's a crab on it. Yeah, that's a crab. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, what is cantankerous fisherwoman crab fighter called? Probably not Shelly, which is the first name <laughs> that came to mind. This woman needs to have a title. Maybe mm. it's Captain, maybe it's something else. Would Captain be appropriate here? She's got her own fishing vessel. Yeah, she's got a boat. Yeah. Like if she's if she's making... Yeah. Maybe they end up convincing her to take him out to sea or something. She's the only one willing. But only to go and face Titanic. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Like, personalization comes from karkinos, the Greek word for crab. Okay. You know what the first three letters there? K-A-R-E-N. <laughs> Captain Karen. Captain Karen. Captain Karen, the crab fighter, taken down Titanic. I'm okay with that. Yeah. That's fun. Okay, so this is a Pokemon character. Does she have Pokemon? Yeah. Crabs? Crabby. Crawfish. Okay, she has like a, a team of six. She has all, all different crab Pokemon. Yeah, she is an expert in crabs. She has tamed these crabs. These crabs are her allies. Titanic is no friend to anyone. <laughs> She has a pet hermit crab. No. <laughs> the non-Pokemon version of this character has a pet hermit crab. Yeah. In a little shell. Life is like a crab. Go on. Nope, I won't. You never know what you're gonna get. Sometimes it's a snow crab. Sometimes a hermit. Sometimes a Japanese spider crab. Sometimes... Titanic. So today, we have created Titanic, the biggest legendary crab Pokemon that is utterly monstrous. It is a ghost rock type. It rules over crabs. We've also made a location, Old Rod Island, and a character, Captain Karen. (laughs) Captain Karen. (laughs) So thank you for listening to Pokemakers. And thank you to the Pocket Podcast Network for hosting us. This episode is part of the Pocket Podcast Network Summer Blockbuster event. To find out what happens next, tune in next week to Cult Classics. Our theme music is by Mike you can find him on Twitter at Admiral Amara. You can also find us on Twitter at Pokemakers. And you can find us both individually. I'm at Codename JD. And I'm at Pichu, P-T-C-H-E-W. Don't forget to check us out on the Pocket Podcast Network community Discord. Or if you'd prefer, you can send an email to fiercepodcast at gmail.com. But until next time, gotta, gotta make them all.
Pocket Podcast Network. Quality programming right to your pocket.